Welcome back, beautiful people. Three Migos podcast, two out of three. Chris and Frankie here ending the year with a bang. We are back yes. to talk about our top five, our favorite wrestling matches of 2022. Uh, it was a pretty crazy year in wrestling, just in general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but within the squared circle, there was some, uh, as as per usual, some absolutely banging action. And we wanted to highlight some of the best matches that we saw this year. Um, but I thought it would be uh, probably a good idea to highlight some of the honorable mentions. And uh, I know I had a few, but Frankie, did you have any that were not didn't quite crack your your top matches, but some that you wanted to talk about? Uh, let's see. Yes. Uh, the recent NXT one, I still haven't yet to watch it, so I can't put it on. As much as I, I would love to put it on my top five list. We're doing top fives, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> top ten, mm -hmm. top twenty. Um, uh the one with that, yeah, NXT one. Um, the what was it called? The the Iron Survivor. Yes, the Iron Survivor. A little complicated name, kind of not. If you're paying attention, unlike me, who's been too busy with the holidays. Yeah, so that one is an honorable mention for me. I think I was gonna put a women's match but i that one i forgot i didn't focus too much on the honorable mention but i wanted to do the nxt one um because that one was an honorable mention for me because i didn't watch it yet and i'm sure it should be in my top five and it should be in other people's top fives because i heard it was a great match and really it. really good match um the uh the one women's match that i did want to highlight was um Becky and Bianca from this past year's WrestleMania. Uh, really, really strong match. There was like one potential, maybe minor botch towards the end where Bianca got kicked in the face or no, Becky got kicked in the face when Bianca tried to do a mm -hmm. 450. Um, but that match was really, really good. Um, I had six honorable mentions. Um, some of these I'm sure could be on people's actual wow. top five, but it was very hard to uh, going to anger our fans down. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The way I sort of did it was like a combination of matches that I thought were uh, just overall really, really good in ring uh, from mm -hmm. a technical perspective and then storytelling um, and also just matches that I thought were a lot of fun. So mm -hmm. some of these might not you know, be on Dave Meltzer's top five, but um, they were on mine. But honorable mentions, uh, Cody versus Seth at WrestleMania and Hell in a Cell. I couldn't really pick one. Mm. Uh, I thought both those matches were really good, but uh, me personally, I've never been a big enough fan of either of those. I I love both of them, but uh, neither of them uh, are like in my like favorite wrestlers. Um, but those those I mean, all three matches they had are really good. They had one at Backlash, uh, but Mania, and then obviously Hell in a Cell, where Cody's like <laughs> fucking titty is falling off. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, Ricochet versus Carmelo Hayes um, mm. at the Worlds Collide. It was the opening match. It mm -hmm. was maybe 15 minutes, but it was absolutely incredible. Total dream match um, between two of my favorite wrestlers in the world. Mm -hmm. um, Forbidden Door, Fatal 4-Way All-Atlantic match. I oh. almost forgot that this match happened. <laughs> yeah, I remember the two of us uh, kind of cracking jokes about another mm -hmm. AEW title that doesn't mean anything being introduced. And then... Mm -hmm. proceeded to have our minds blown by an absolutely incredible fatal four-way um 
Yeah, I mean, I know that you had a lot of fun watching this match as well. Yeah, yeah, we we all, I think we all did, <laughs> you know. Real surprise, like not not one that we were expecting to like really pop off, but mm-hmm. dude, that match was crazy. So that deserves a mention. Uh, Roman versus Drew, Clash at the Castle. This is not in my top five, but it's a really, really great match. Um, I think it's maybe Roman's best match of the year. He has had a couple of really good matches. Uh, but this match, the atmosphere and the fact yeah. that everybody, including myself, wanted Drew McIntyre to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that he lost is actually one of the better creative decisions of the year, despite right. how angry people were in the moment. Uh, but I, I, one of the reasons I wanted to highlight that match is that I thought it was a really good um, lesson in booking because sometimes uh, you have to sacrifice the more the way more fun decision of Drew McIntyre winning the title in his home country mm-hmm. for the long term storytelling that we're getting right now uh, of Sami Zayn and the Bloodline, which is like maybe one of the best storylines ever in wrestling. Uh, but that match, yeah. Uh, Lo- another Roman Reigns match, Logan versus Roman Reigns, uh, Logan Paul. I thought this has to be on here because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe it was as good as it was. Um, Yeah, really, really fun match. Logan Paul, despite the type of person he might be, is really, really good at wrestling. Um, Fortunately. Yeah, I feel like you can't watch. You cannot have seen this match and come away from it like doubting Logan Paul's wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. Um, that alone, I thought he, uh, that match needs to be mentioned. Uh, and lastly, a match that I really was close to putting into my top five was a triple threat match at Halloween Havoc. Braun Breaker, Ilya Dragunov, and JD McDonough. Mm. This match uh, has one of my favorite spots I've ever seen in a wrestling match, yeah. which is JD McDonough catching the referee's hand on Ilya's pin on Braun to stop the three count. The timing involved in executing that spot, Mm -hmm. the way it had to be done, was so impressive. And it was certainly not something I was expecting to see. And I like that match was great just in general. But that spot alone, like this match deserves a mention, at least to me, is one of my favorites of the year. Yeah. Uh, And now... We are into the top five. So, Frankie, why don't you mm. kick us off with your number five? Okay. Um, I'll start it off if that's how it has to be. But my number five is going to be an indie show. I'm going to, I'm going to, I had to do it. I had to, I've, I saw a few indie shows um, with Hog. Hog is um, New York City's uh, premier indie entertainment for wrestling or wrestling indie, indie wrestling, whatever you want to call it. It was, uh, uh, it was a packed year for them. They they did great. They did a big how a big show in August or September. I forget which. Um, I think it was August actually. In uh, in a big arena, big hall, um, sold out. Was great. But my match was a, my favorite match that they did was uh, it was like a tournament match. Even though it was a BS tournament, it was Jacob Fatu versus Jonah. Uh, it was a main event. Great, great. Like, if you want to see two big meaty men going at it, and there's a lot of those people out there, but if you if, if there was one to watch live, it was that one. And also because Jacob Fatu is actually a very good wrestler and very 
can the man can move. The man is very athletic. Everyone just got really hyped for that finish. Watching it live, um, I, I, I there, there's no words, no words to describe the the atmosphere, other than just like I'm awesome and just and a bit of a chaotic because it happened so quick. Next thing you know he's on top turnbuckle moonsault one two three. We all lose our minds. It was great, great match. And I wasn't too keen on Jonah because his his previous match he beat um uh, Jeff Cobb and I thought it was a very slow match, but this man was pulling out uh Canadian Mexican destroyers, and I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? It was a splash. Ugh. very fun match, very fun match. And the last ten seconds of that match, thirty seconds was phenomenal. So that's my number five. That's really cool. Uh, Part of the reason I wanted us to do this together was because I knew you would have some House of Glory match on there. Yeah. Um, And I I haven't been to any of those shows, but I always love hearing about uh, all the different indie talent and the banger matches. There are so many amazing indie matches that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's really, really important to highlight uh, Mm -hmm. that aspect of the wrestling world. Yeah. My number five. Mm. Um a match that was actually pretty recent, but I just can't get it out of my head because I thought it was so much fun and had one of one of the most creative finishes that I can remember seeing recently. Really? Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. Triple threat match wow. for the United States Championship. Wow. Yes. I was excited for this match when it got announced just because those three are all really good. I am also a huge sucker for triple threat matches. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I just fucking grew up on like triple threats and I always thought they were cool. And this triple threat match was really well done. Um, one of the best things about this was that all three guys were interacting with each other the entire match. Mm-hmm. There, there weren't really any instances of Oh, it's two of them in the ring and one of them's outside. Like, right. basically a one-on-one match with like a guy rolling out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the finish of this match, which is Seth Rollins hitting a Falcon Arrow, rolling through to, uh, or no, hitting the suplex, rolling through to hit the Falcon Arrow. Bobby Lashley spearing him while mm-hmm. he has Austin Theory yeah. up. Austin Theory falling on Seth Rollins to pin him to win the championship, uh, the U.S. title. That is one of the most creative finishes I have seen. And it was such a well-done way to get the title back on Austin Theory without actually having him, like, beat Seth Rollins in a convincing way. Uh, And I that triple threat was just so much fun. It was really hard to put it ahead of the NXT triple threat match. Mm-hmm. But that finish, it, it just like sometimes the finish of a wrestling match like sticks in your head and you're just like, wow, oh, so creative. And it was like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I hear you. And it was just so fitting of a match that involved all three guys interacting all the way through that even the finish involved all three of them being involved. Like, I just really appreciate um, that kind of mm-hmm. that kind of storytelling in a batch, and that's my number five. Awesome! That that's a really good number five. Came in real hot, spicy, spicy takes, spicy takes all around. <laughs> uh, why don't you go in and give us a uh, number four? Okay, my number four is 
Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaimed, but this is not the match the Acclaimed won. Yes. This is the yes. match before that yes. where they teased us super hard. They, and we almost acclaimed... thought they were going to make an audible. Yes, dude. And the Acclaimed lost. And I remember, like, it was, it was so weird because I was, like, happy they lost in the sense that I was like, yes don't don't do the title change yet like yeah the crowd was so hot and it was like you can you mm-hmm. could take the crowd to another level if you hold it just one more match like have them lose this one and it was really exciting seeing them win like i really i the 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 biased person in me struggled to not yeah. put the one that we saw live i know i know <laughs> but that was being completely honest yeah this tag match was way better than the one that they actually won the title yeah 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 and the storytelling in this match the the near falls the teases there were so many near falls where i was like oh they're gonna do it and yeah oh man this match was so much fun uh mm-hmm. all these guys were incredible um mm-hmm. and i felt like this match deserved like some shine like the acclaimed and and especially keith and swerve have had a lot of really good matches yeah uh, but this one man it just it just stuck with me. I get it. It's hard too, because like you know, um, I know you haven't seen them, but I saw like the the la- the latest Briscoe match mm-hmm. with FTR, and my God, that was a fucking banger. And I, I, it, it I missed most me. of I it. I did though. not. I did not get to see those. I uh, didn't get around to those matches. So. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't even get to finish it from start to finish. I caught like the last part, the last mm. like ten minutes of the match, and I'm like. I could see this being a five star, and guess what? It was a five star fucking match. So, yep. you know. Yep. All right, I guess I'll do my number four. Um, my number four is one of your honorable mentions. Oh, drum roll! Nah, Ooh. nah. And I, huh? it's Becky and Bianca. Nice. I had to put it on. It, it was yes. a really, it was a great match. It was a fantastic match, honestly. I respect that. I respect that. I had to put a women's match on here, and that was one that stood out the most to me. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, it probably could be an AEW women's match as well, but it's just it it it, it was uh you know it's just it's it's WWE's women's division is is better, not by much. I want to say, um, yeah, but it it's definitely deeper. They definitely deeper. have. That's what it is. Yeah. Like at one point, like you know, during after WrestleMania, the women's matches were just not they just they they were they were on par with AEW where like they didn't get any time or it was a different regime man different administration we don't uh yeah (laughs) so you know i enjoyed that match and obviously i love when people you know of color win uh representation matters i don't care it does matter it doesn't matter to you well then you're part of the problem probably maybe i don't know don't care um yeah, it's just like it, it left a really good memory for me. Like, you know, it was her moment for her. It was her WrestleMania moment. And she won it big and against one of the biggest faces of the company of the last generation. Probably the face of the women's division at the time. I mean, of this time right now, you know, don't yeah. tell that to Charlotte. She yeah. may fucking put you in a figure four leg log or ask for some time off. <laughs> yeah, it, it was especially cool, like back to back WrestleManias to see Bianca get. Um, that spot of of winning the SmackDown and then the Raw Women's Title, um, and Bianca Belair just continues to show that she was like not being properly utilized in NXT. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Um, one yeah. of Triple H's rare uh, misses. Uh, but ever since she got to the main roster, she's been killing it. And yeah, that match was was one of the. I mean, you could probably argue that was like the match of best match of, of WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I agree. Past year, I agree. Yeah, really, really strong. All right, number three. This was very hard to not put at number one mm. because this is one of my favorite matches of the year, probably of the last several years. Mm. Freshly squeezed. Wow. Will Ospreay. This forbidden door match, I, I've never really gotten a chance to see Will Ospreay um, just show out, mm. um, similar to the way Frankie has, who's been following him just much longer than me. Oh, yeah. Uh, this match was incredible. This was a five-star match on the Chris Meter. Um, <laughs> this this had everything I could have wanted. I think Cassidy is a really, really great wrestler. I love his gimmick. Will Ospreay is just a, I don't know, a cyborg. I like yeah. I, He's so talented. It's insane, the stuff that he's capable of. Uh, the style between these two just meshed so, so well. Mm-hmm. And like this is the kind of match that I want to see from a Forbidden Door type of pay-per-view where it's just a weird matchup. It's like... It doesn't like, make sense almost. Yeah, like these two guys are both really good, but like, are they actually going to have a good... Like, how is this match going to work? Because Will Ospreay is such a, like, I don't know. I don't want to say wrestling veteran because Cassidy's also been doing this a long time, but like Will Ospreay is just so much more technical. And he like and no offense to Cassidy, but Will Osprey is capable of insane things. Like, and he makes them look so easy. Yeah. And Cassidy's whole thing is like he makes it look like he doesn't know how to wrestle, and then he's actually really good. <laughs> um, this match was great. The finish was great. Uh, everybody wanted uh, freshly squeeze, squeezed to win, and it made total sense that he didn't because Will Osprey is really, really good. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. I I almost it was it, the the next two on my list. You will see why this is number three. But that is not no disrespect to this match. This match was insane. Mm-hmm. One of the best of the year. My favorite of the Forbidden Door pay per view in general. Uh, absolutely loved it. All right, my number three is probably no. I know it. it I I, I flip flop. Back and forth, but it's gonna number three is gonna be the tag match with Swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed mm. at um it, it was at Forbidden Door or no not Forbidden Door um double or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, double or nothing. Um that same reasons for you. It, it was the better match. It was like they were really gonna do it and they came close and they're like <sighs> when you, they didn't win, it was just like, Oh wow, 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 wow. Wow. Yeah. So um yeah, it's like uh, gonna keep it short and sweet for that one, but they deserve yeah. more recognition, so I had to put it up higher because it was a really good match to me, and it, it was just like you just felt like it should have happened, but it, it was okay. It, it it didn't have to happen, and it was, and that's what it left you wanting more, and that's what a match should do as well. Yeah, and you know, actually, funny enough, the fact that they lost, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that a claim lost is one of the reasons we decided to go. Yeah, uh, the Arthur Ashe show because. Exactly. We were like, oh my God, they're going to win at the like the next match. They're going to win the titles. We have to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just, you know, it's kind of funny how those things work out. Yeah. 
the uh, incredible match. I, I got to say, I wanted to put a tag match on my list, which is part of why that's there. Sure. It was sure. really hard to just to pick a tag match because AEW has like amazing tag matches every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, just for personal reasons, it was Swerve versus the Acclaim for me. But there, oh my God, there's so many great tag matches. Right. Uh, one of my honorable honorable mentions was uh, United Empire versus the Elite. Nice. That match was absolutely insane, and I just yeah, the, the list would have gotten way too long if I just started mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. everything. Number two, Frankie hinted at this match earlier as one of his honorable mentions that he has not had a chance to watch. Wow. The men's Iron Survivor <laughs> for the NXT Championship number one contender spot. This is one of the best matches from start to finish that I have ever seen executed. This is... I I have to watch this. Even more impressive because this is a never done... Like, they never did this type of stipulation before. I don't know who came up with this match. I don't know if it was actually HBK or if it was like a team of writers. Whoever came up with all of the ideas and the intricacies that went into this match. Give them a raise. This is this was genius. The people that they had involved in this match were so good. Axiom, who I, you know, I I think was uh what was it like one, two, three kid or something? No, that's that's the kid from like the 80s. (laughs) That's Uh, a kid. A kid. Okay. Um, from NXT UK, they turned him into action. He wears a luchador mask now for some reason. Anyway, he's uh-huh. really good. JD McDonough, Grayson Waller, uh, Carmelo Hayes. Uh, incredible match. I cannot overstate this match is so good. There were zero botches from the beginning of this match to the end. It is nonstop action. The the way that this match was drawn up and produced is incredible. I was so blown away. This is like for anyone that took mm-hmm. a break from NXT, you know, when it went to shit uh, back from like the good old black and gold days. You need to go see this match. This is a classic black and gold NXT match. This is a banger from start to finish. And if it wasn't. For one other match this year, this would have been my match of the year. This would have been the number one spot. I heard it was good. I went to watch it. I was like, oh, my God. This is an absolutely insane match. It is so well done. Everybody just absolutely crushed it. But there was one match that I liked just a little bit more. But before we get to it, Frankie, what was your number two? Oh man, my number two shit. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with uh um damn 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 damn. It's it's tough to narrow down. Man. I know, I know. There's it's, a lot of good wrestling. No, I know. Oh man. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go I'll I'll go with uh Gunther and and, and Seamus. At uh, was it called Castle? Clash of the Castle. Clash of the Castle. I was missing that one word. Clash of the Castle. That was a banger of a match. I can't lie. That the the highlights don't do it justice. Go out of your way to watch the match. More so because I feel great for Sheamus because he's been doing this for quite some time now. He got mm-hmm. into it late, and mm-hmm. you know he's pro. 
this could be his last run because like he's 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 fighting hurt. You know, he's got stenosis. He's not. He doesn't have a healthy neck. Man's just got married. Like let him. He should. He should. He should. And him. I'm sure he's telling himself like I deserve to go. You know, mm-hmm. out on my back or out on on my shield and you know ride into the sunset with his you know beautiful wife and you know whatever family he wants to start. So that was a great match. That's my number two. And yeah, I think you can guess what my number one will be, honestly. Well, I guess to piggyback off of that, my number one match of the year is Sheamus versus really? Walter. Clash yeah. at the Castle. Walter, I, I'm pretty sure either two years in a row or if the match against Ilya, the first oh, match they yeah. had, that was in December of 2020, then I guess that is technically my match of the year for that year. Uh, but anyway, Walter shows up on my favorite matches a lot because I think he's really good, even You're though I don't want to acknowledge his WWE name. Um, this match was amazing. I love Walter's matches. I They're just, they're so uncomfortable to watch, but in like the best possible way. Right. And the I think a, a lot of the things that made this match took it even higher up to me was the crowd for this show was absolutely incredible. The storyline they were telling at the beginning of this feud of Sheamus so desperately wanting to win the Intercontinental title because it's the only championship he's never won. And this like big hulk of a man standing in his way. Um, The beginning of this match where they bring back uh, one of the Imperium members. They changed both their names. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who's who. Uh, I think it was Giovanni Vinci. They bring him back so that Walter finally has at least two of his Imperium guys back. Uh, and they start like a you know six-man brawl at the beginning of this match. The entire match being built around Sheamus is trying to hit the 10 beats. Uh, <laughs> that was incredible. And then when he starts hitting them literally all over the arena. <laughs> so, so good. These two beat the absolute piss out of each other for, I think, like 20 to 30 minutes, which is a really long time to be wrestling walter uh but there were just so many little elements walter power bombing sheamus mm-hmm. on his lower back which if if you don't know the storyline it looks like a botch but if you know it's what's been building it was completely done on purpose and i just for as it, it's always great to me because for as many like super flashy wrestlers that i love like johnny gargano and ricochet and will osprey kenny omega they have all these crazy offensive moves I just love how brutal Walter is. He's like, no, I'm just going to powerbomb you. I don't have a finisher. Maybe it's a clothesline. Maybe it's a splash. Maybe it's a powerbomb. Whatever. I'm just going to beat you up so hard. I I just absolutely loved this match. The finish was the right way to go. Um, It would have been great for Sheamus to win, but Walter needed the win. And I think it built Sheamus up more. Mm that he took that beating and stood up at the end of the match. Uh, This was incredible from start to finish. It was really, really hard to decide between this and the Iron Survivor match. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have too much recency bias, uh, but that Iron Survivor match is so, so good. But for me, it's got to be Walter Sheamus. Uh, If you have not seen this match, viewer discretion is advised, but um, please watch it. It's really really good especially if you just like hard hitting wrestling do not tell anyone involved in this match that wrestling is fake because it looked pretty fucking word. real to me word and it was 
Yeah, just another incredible match by Walter and a, a Sheamus just showing what he's capable of, which is really, yeah. really cool to see him finally get another chance to do that after, you know, so many years kind of in the back. Uh, this was, yeah, my favorite match of the year. Amazing, man. Amazing. I guess it's now time to re- re- un- reveal and unreveal, whatever you want to call it, my number one. And you'll never guess what it is, Chris. Oh, oh, has it been mentioned yet? No. Mm. And it's Ronda Rousey versus Shelty Blackheart. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. I was it was so hard to not mention this match. <laughs> Easily the best. It was either that or Liv Morgan. Oh, my God. Those two yeah. matches. Are so good. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, it's a tie. I have a tie. A tie. I couldn't. I, I had to. I forgot about this match until I was looking through the list. I'm like, that's right. I even told you to watch this match. I'm a photo sure. finish. Photo finish. And wow. everyone's going to call me an AEW mark because I think I've. Wow. I've well, you are ones. a paid mark. So that that part I'm is I'm an true. indie mark. I'm an indie yeah. paid mark. I like, Frankie does flip, take payments. I like flips and dives. Exactly. But my number one is first is the recognizable one Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. At Forbidden wow. That's my number okay. one. It, it is my number one because I, okay. I just I, I just had a blast watching that fucking match. Yeah. Um I've told I even told Karina, like my wife, like I wanted you to watch. I wanted her to watch it because she likes Orange Cassidy. She's she saw him like, you know, you know, go viral a few times because mm-hmm. you know, he, he's funny, he's random, and she likes randomness, and that's what makes her crack up. Like she lo- absolutely loved that one time when Proud and Powerful and um the Bucks were like fighting in the back and then Got one. Someone got like kicked into the door, and he was just chilling there. And then Santana closes the door. <laughs> she loved that. Um, she loves like the non-effort. Loves it. So yeah. I was like, you have to watch this match with me. She has yet to watch it with me, but I love that match. Uh, I can watch those highlights over and over again. So good. Uh, it's a great it's match. So good. Um, did you, you you say you didn't have it on your list, right? So that was my number three. But oh, I did want to say the only reason that I had that match a little bit lower is that I thought the finish was a tiny bit not what it should have been um, just because I think Will Ospreay hit the hidden blade and Cassidy kicked out, mm-hmm. and I just didn't like that. Um, really? Just because elbow finishers are usually pretty heavily protected, and I, no offense, but it's it's like it's Cassidy. Like, he should have yeah, gone yeah. down to that move, or, yeah. or Will Ospreay should have flipped the order in which he did because he did... Uh, the hidden blade first, and then he hit his other finisher, and that pinned him. And I'm like, you've been building up the hidden blade as your like actual finisher this whole time. But that's the only reason. The rest of the match is absolutely incredible. Go watch it, Karina. If you're listening, go watch the match right now. <laughs> but the next one, I told you to watch this match too because I think I was watching. I'm like, yo, this is incredible. Was Ozzy Open and Will Osprey versus Death Triangle? Ooh, it was a dynamite match. It- Got five stars. It was phenomenal, phenomenal fucking wrestling. I love me some tag team wrestling. I I always tell. I think I've always said it here on the podcast. I've told you, you know, with trios titles being a thing, you know, there's it's always a three way, like a six man total tag match in Mexico, and that's what I grew up watching a lot in CMLL and and AAA. It wasn't just WWE for me. I I, I indulged in all. Lucha Libre, and and so this match this tickles everything that I would have wanted to see in Lucha Libre and AAA. This was just like you know, 
dream match, you know, put all the best high flyers and all the just, you know, everything you want. And in in it's like a video game. Mm-hmm. And it, this is what it was to me. It was just like kind of like a video game. But it was real life. It was some of the best wrestlers, some of the best tag teams in the Aussie Open. And Will Osprey, one of the best single competitors of this generation, yeah. I want to say. Um, and then even and two of the best luchadors out in in the world who know how to do it, who you know know how to just go out there and and do the lucha, as some people would say. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, my that's my number one. Yeah, we should mention just a quick fanboy uh, section here over Ray Phoenix. Guy's like one of the best wrestlers in the world, and I feel like nobody ever talks about it. Like yeah. if you if you watch any any highlights of any match that Ray Phoenix is in. He is one of those guys kind of like Will Ospreay where like Mm -hmm. he is giving himself so many opportunities to botch moves because the level of difficulty is so high with a lot of his offense Mm -hmm. and he just always nails it. Whatever he's trying to do as insane. Like sometimes you'll see him like set up for a spot and you're like, there's no way there's it's not possible for a human being to move in the way that he's about to attempt to move. And then he hits whatever it is. And you're like, how, how, sir, how is that yeah. even possible? He has done so many things this year that I've never thought were actually physically possible in uh, in the current universe. I just feel like he doesn't. I, I get that he's in a tag team. And so sometimes when you're in a tag team, you get sort of you know, swallowed up. And he's also in a really good tag team. Like mm-hmm. Pac and, and Penta are incredible wrestlers. But Ray Phoenix, man, <laughs> he is so good. Like, it just, he deserves his own little shout out because what that man is capable of, the the number of times he absolutely steals mm-hmm. the matches that he's in. Um, Yeah, dude, he's so good. He's Remember, and Will Ospreay, like those two in the same ring. Oh my God. Yeah. Remember the match uh, with him and Jungle Boy? Yes, that oh, was such a my. fucking. Were they just match. let them go out and go like Yo. twenty minutes? This is from the Arthur Ashe show. Yeah, <laughs> bro, that was. Should we? Super. We should throw that on as an honorable mention. I honestly, man, yeah. See this? I knew this was gonna happen. Like there were gonna be so many matches that I thought were really good, and like the honorable mention list was just gonna get way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, him and Jungle Boy when Tony just let them go out and wrestle for like 20, 30 minutes. That was. Oh man, Jungle Boy is also really good. I wish he had had a better year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I also I don't know about you. Um. This is just really brief, but I kind of felt bad that I didn't have John Moxley anywhere on my list because yeah, same. His matches were just really good or, or yeah. Good. Um. And he's yeah. just a workhorse, so he has so much shit out there. So because I I, I, I almost think did, I almost did put some stuff on on there. Yeah, I do think that he is probably my wrestler of the year same um but and i was really tempted to put his match against brian danielson that we saw mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. here because i did like that match a lot because it was just yeah. similar to seamus gunther it was just like two guys actually punching each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh it just i i couldn't put over anything else in my top yeah. five but uh yeah mox deserves a shout out just because he's he's awesome and yeah. our listeners are awesome so thank yeah. you who, who who's ever out there listening we really appreciate it, but that's going to be it for us. Thanks so much for listening. Chris, myself, two out of three amigos. We'll catch you in the next one. And a happy new year, boys and girls and peoples. Peace. Peace.